0: Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, we're going to a library this time on Urban Spelunking, which may not sound like the most exciting thing, but I promise this will be interesting. for yourself. That's right, yeah. Some people love libraries, (laughs) I get it, but uh, it's a hard sell for others. Yes. This is perhaps the or not perhaps this is the largest collection of maps in America yeah and it's in Milwaukee where
1: Well this is I, I say this in the story that if you're into geography this is the worst kept secret right <laughs> but yep. if you're not into geography this might be the best kept secret in fairness right?
0: that's probably a pretty small slice of the pie of, of the general public people who are perhaps yeah right. really into geography.
1: Uh, but this is on the uh, third floor of the Goldenmeyer Library at uwM where it's been since 1978.
0: So this is the the largest collection of maps in America right there on the third floor of the library at UWM.
1: This they have more than a million items. Wow. And more than half of them are maps and then the rest are like photographs, brochures, they have a lot of globes,
0: travel logs uh, too. Travel
1: right? logs, books, like all kinds of other related And
0: and this is open to the public, right? I mean, anybody can go in there?
1: It's open to the public. And when I was, uh, when I first started doing some uh, genealogy for my family, my Italian family came from a village that was so small I couldn't find it on any maps. Where I ultimately found it on a map was going to AGS and they had these like World War II American military maps that were so finely detailed that the town was on there.
0: That is super cool. I had no yeah. idea about that. Mm-hmm. So this is the AGS, American Geological Society, moved to Milwaukee, like you mentioned, in the 70s. Um, I can't imagine that. I mean, just thinking about there being a million different items in their collection. And as you discovered, Bobby, only a small percentage of them are formally cataloged.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because this uh, the AGS started in the 1850s in New York and they started collecting these items. But when they came to Milwaukee in 1978, it, it hadn't really been cataloged that well i guess over the years because only something like 30 percent of what they had was cataloged so when i went there they were talking about how so much of the work they do in addition to acquiring new things for the collection is trying to catch up on those many many decades of of, right uh, non-cataloging to kind of there's a lot of people there who spend their days i think cataloging what's there and they said that They have a lot of serendipity sometimes when they, like, open a drawer somewhere and they're like, whoa, we have this, (laughs) you know? And it's not that really that people – it's just impossible for a staff to know in a a thing that's not – in a collection that's not cataloged to know everything that's there.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, when you talk about a million items – you yeah. Know, how could you possibly
1: Right. You could you'd have to hire a million people and have them all memorize <laughs> one thing.
0: <laughs> uh, so you know, we talk about cataloging these these maps. You found all these uh they've got this like card file from the original collection dating back to the fifties probably, right? Of yeah. these these handwritten locations of, of the maps. That feels old, but that is hardly the oldest thing in the collection.
1: Yeah, the oldest thing in the collection I think is that uh fourteen fifty two Leardo map from Italy, of which I think they said they're just Three remaining?
0: Yeah, three of these left uh, believed to to be existing in the world, and um, I was there a couple of years ago too, Bobby. Right around the same time, and you know they they pull out this map from 1452, and it is blue and red and vibrant. You know, yeah, just stunning. like you would, gold, just like you would believe it was at the time. Beautifully preserved, hundreds and hundreds of years later, and you know that's the oldest item. But there are certainly other. Things in the collection, uh, you know, a couple hundred years younger that are still super oh, old yeah. and impressive, right?
1: Yeah, loads of stuff. And what I mean, it's just an endless trove of this kind of stuff. And uh, what I was surprised by is how much stuff they they're currently buying. Like they get catalogs and all these things from companies that make maps now, and they're they're buying. You know, they have people who decide what to buy for the collection, so they're constantly adding to this collection even now. And they're not only just adding like vintage things that they okay. find just. Because, of course, today's brand new maps are tomorrow's vintage maps, right? Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: So how much is there, you know, maybe this is the question for them, but, you know, with with satellite imagery and everything now, like how much is there, you know, that's new with these new editions?
1: I think there are quite a few still, but they did talk about that. It was interesting. Um, I will sort of suggest people read the article because uh, one of the librarians talked at length about how us carrying these phones around, you know, with like, you know, Google Maps and all this, changes how we sort of view this kind of stuff because when you'd get an old printed map you couldn't help but see the whole map you got like a big got sort of a bigger picture Mm -hmm. of where things were where you were um how everything kind of fit together but now you're looking at your phone it shows you like one street yeah and and it's sort of the little blue dot moves you up to the next street and then tells you to turn right it's we've you know it's changing our sort of approach to to geography which is becoming very hemmed in and focused on this one little area to the exclusion of everything around it.
0: That is very interesting and, and you know there's there's no pinching and zooming on these on these old maps, right? It's they you get the whole you thing. you don't pinch or zoom. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and th- you know that's also interesting too It's a, uh, kind of funny that they came up because um you know a lot of these maps are so old that they have to be preserved in these climate controlled rooms yeah. where the humidity and temperature is controlled, uh, especially the uh, the oldest one there, the 1452 I remember going into a special room to view that. Yep. Um, so the whole collection may not always be accessible to the public, but you, there's certainly lots to see.
1: It's definitely worth visiting.
0: Well, there is a kind of a, a Milwaukee tie-in coming soon from the AGS collection. Um, and, and you just might see some items from this collection pop up at a popular museum in town. We'll tell you more about that next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back at the AGS collection, the largest collection of maps in the country. This is on the third floor of the UWM library. And Bobby, some of the items, you know, there's a lot more in the collection besides just maps. There's photos, as we mentioned, travel logs. Lots to explore, but those photos uh, are going to make an appearance somewhere in Milwaukee, or at least some from the collection.
1: Yeah, they have apparently a pretty impressive photography collection. Um, And a bunch of photos from that collection are on view right now at the Milwaukee Art Museum in its uh, Photographing Nature's Cathedrals. Oh, very cool. Yeah, which is these, uh, it's got these huge plate photographs taken at yosemite uh, mostly at yosemite by the by carlton watkins in the 1860s and edward mybridge a decade later um, so those are really interesting to see yosemite before people really had been there i mean yeah. before you i should say before europeans had been there of course there were native people who were there but before it was sort of touched by the yeah, hands before, it of, came, yeah of, before it came a destination yeah of... it wasn't a park yet it wasn't right. you know there were no concession stands right right <laughs> parking right. lots and then there's also photographs by Wisconsin's HH H. Bennett which were taken in the Dells oh, cool. um, in the around the same time and it's it's interesting because um, it it looks at the different ways that they use technique and innovation to kind of capture these photographs and and it's really kind of interesting
0: and a lot of people of course who are hearing this have been to the Dells but maybe have never seen the Dells as it was originally
1: yeah what's amazing about the bennett photos is that the way they were originally i mean if you look at the dells the the actual dells on the wisconsin river they look pretty much like they look now yeah like and it's interesting because the the curator was telling me that it's really hard sometimes to date bennett photos because he often took photos of the same things at the dells like the same rock formations the same things um but because they are so unchanged and there was nothing really there, there were no, like, street signs, there's no business, there's nothing you can look at to kind of tell when the photographs were taken. So the mm. ones with people in them help because you can tell by the way they're dressed.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So that is on display at the Art Museum. Tell us more about the the run of that, the, um, the collection.
1: Yeah, it's called Photographing Nature's Cathedrals, Carlton E. Watkins, Edward Mybridge, and H.H. H. Bennett, and it runs through August 26th the museum. That's-
0: so you can see photos right from this collection here in Milwaukee. Uh, go check out the exhibit at the art museum and, and check out the collection at, at UWM. All these maps, more than a million maps and, and photographs, items in their collection. Really an impressive statement and, uh, just pretty cool to say that, hey, the, the biggest collection of maps is right there at UWM.
1: And there, yeah, the people who work there are so passionate about what they do and they love to share. And I, I don't think anybody there would be unhappy to see anyone show up who's interested in checking it out.
0: Well, that is the American Geographical Society collection at UW-Milwaukee, the biggest collection of maps in the country. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License lab with support from Milwaukee and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo, your article posted at RadioMilwaukee.org. Great story. Thanks much. Thanks,
1: Nate. Thanks, thanks Nate. Thanks, Nate.